Hello and welcome to Coffee with Cindy, a weekly devotion to strengthen and encourage you. Here is your host, Cindy Lauterbach. You know, I was thinking the other day with the weather getting warm, kind of reminds me of my school days and the days, the times that I signed up for the track team. You know, as a runner on the school track team, I remember there were times when my body did not want to put one foot in front of the other. I just was too tired to do this. It was on these days that I truly dreaded going to practice. I would hope that it started to rain and that they would practice. They would practice inside or maybe even cancel practice. But that rarely happened. You can tell that my heart was truly not into running track. Sometimes for a warm-up, the coach would say, for warm-up, I want you to go around four times around the track. Four times around the track? Well, that was a whole mile. And I'm thinking, if this is warm-up, I can only imagine what practice is going to be, even on the day of our track meet. It was something that our team did. We would run around the track as a team, you know, pumping our arms and saying all kinds of things that would encourage us, that we would win, that we're champions. And honestly, as I would go around that track with my team, inside my heart, inside this mind of mine, I was saying, I hate this. I hate running. And I would question myself, why am I running? Why have I joined the track team? <laughs> have you ever felt like this? Have you ever done something that really wasn't your passion, really wasn't in your heart to do it? And all along as you're doing it, you're questioning, why are you doing this? Why are you putting yourself through all this pain and suffering? Well, how about living for God. Is it always a great day for you? Is it always easy to believe and trust God at his word, regardless of your situation, regardless of your circumstance? Or do you sometimes find yourself questioning God, doubting his word? Well, Bart Miller from the Christian group Mercy Me, he wrote a song and it's entitled almost home. And I want to share some of the words to the song. This song reminds us not to give up, but to keep on running the race that God has called us to, to keep on believing, for we are not running in vain or by ourselves. God is running right alongside of us. In fact, he's, right, he's running ahead of us. He is right there giving us words of encouragement to not give up, that he has everything that we need, not only to run the race, but to finish the race. And to finish the race, not that we're crawling over the finish line, but to finish the race, this, this life that God has called us to, strong, enabled, and not having any regrets. Any of these things resonate to you? Are you ever having a tough time climbing that hill? 
Maybe you're in the valley and you're thinking, oh my goodness, will I ever get out? Yes, you will. Let's listen to these words. The song starts out, it's saying, are you disappointed? Are you desperate for help? You know what it's like to be tired and only a shell of yourself. Well, you start to believe you just don't have what it takes and it's all you can do just to move, much less finish the race. But don't forget what lies ahead, almost home. It won't be long, soon all your burdens, all those things that weigh you down, they will be gone. With all your strength, run wild, run free, hold up your head, keep pressing on, we're almost home, we're almost home. Well, this road will be hard, but we win in the end, simply because of Jesus in us. It's not if, but when. So take the journey even when it feels long. Oh, find strength in each step, knowing heaven is cheering you on. Great words from a, a songist, from someone that has had the gift to put our feelings into words. So let's see what the Bible says about pressing on. Let's see what the Bible says about not giving up. Question for you, do you think the Bible has anything to say about how we run the race? Well, yes, it does. You know what I have found? I have found that the Bible has much to say about everything I'm going through. You just need to find it in the Word. That's why reading the Bible, having the information that you need before you need it is essential. Galatians 6.9 you can turn with me. It says this, let us not become weary in doing good. For at a proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Other versions of this verse say it like this, let us not become discouraged. Let us not get tired. Let us not lose heart. And I think that the writer of these verses, they wrote these verses because they knew they got tired. They became weary. They lost heart. And I just want to throw that out to you all out there. We are all human. So if you've ever felt weary, tired, if you've ever lost heart, don't condemn yourself. Don't beat yourself over the head. Know that we are to be encouraged through God's word that he wrote these words to us in advance because he would know that we needed to hear them. And the Bible goes on to say, so not to become discouraged, tired, weary, lose heart, because at just the right time, at the proper time, in due season and in due time, we will reap, you will reap. In the perfect time, in the appointed time, you will reap. Have you ever wondered if living for God really matters? Who sees anyway? Who cares? Does God see? And how do you know? And this fruit 
that Jesus talks about, how we are supposed to bear fruit, fruit that will last, this fruit that we're supposed to be manifesting in our lives. What about that? How long does that take to see fruit in our lives? And again, who sees it? And again, the world doesn't care, but who cares? Jesus cares. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 talks about times and seasons. I'm sure that as you've lived life, you've noticed that there are some seasons in your life, seasons of good things, seasons maybe of discouragement, seasons in the valley, seasons on the mountaintop. This is what Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and thank God for a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them, a time to search, a time to give up, a time to keep, time to throw away, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to love, a time to hate, time for war, and a time for peace. There is a time for everything in life. Time and seasons. Who's in control of the time and seasons in the world? Who's in control of the time and seasons in your life, in mine? Well, once again, God's word has an answer to that. Acts 1 verse 7 says this, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. It's not for us to know. We always want to know how much longer. When is this season going to end? Will it ever end? It's not for us to know. It's, us for, it's for God to tell us when he's ready. It's for him to say it's the beginning. It's for him to say when it's over. Because through it all, the times and the seasons, believe it or not, God is doing a work in you. And that is what we all want, isn't it? For God to work in us for his honor and for his glory. So back to the school track team. When I was on that track team, I had a choice if I was going to join the team or not. I chose if I joined the team that I would have to suffer the pain of getting into shape. I would have to suffer all those practices, all those things that I did not like. I would also have to suffer the disappointment of losing a race, a disappointment of running a race and being defeated because someone else beat me to the finish line. Now, when we were born, our race began, and we had no choice about that. How we live our lives, how we choose to run our race, that is our choice. 
God tells us in his word how to live our lives so that we finish strong. I'm sure we all want to finish number one, and we want to finish strong. In Hebrews, the 12th chapter, tells us to run with patient endurance and persistence the race that is set before us. We're to run with endurance and persistence. In Philippians, chapter 3, tells us to another way to run is to forget the past, to look forward to what lies ahead, to press toward the goal and win the prize that God has called us to. You know, at times, David in the Bible, he got discouraged, and he wrote in Psalm 121, he wrote this about he, how he got through his tough times. He says, I will lift my eyes to the hills from whence come my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And he goes on to say, he, the Lord, will not allow your foot to slip or be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. The Lord himself watches over you and me. He stands beside you as your protective shade. So this is how David kept himself encouraged in the Lord. He acknowledged God as his help and as his protector. He drew near to him and he believed him to be who he said he was. The Apostle Paul, during his final imprisonment, spoke these words to Timothy. He says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Because you know what? He knew he was almost home. We too are almost home. Let's not forget what lies ahead. Let's not forget soon, very soon, all of our burdens, they'll be gone. Let's not forget that we win in the end. Let's not forget to hold up our heads and to keep pressing on. Let's not forget what Galatians 6, 9 says. Do not become weary, tired, or discouraged for doing good, for at just the right time, we will reap a harvest if we faint not. You, my friends, are almost home. You are almost home. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining Cindy for this week's devotion. We hope that you were encouraged and that you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to getting together with you again next week.